welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name's Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher, yoga student, and a yoga business coach. And I'm here to support you to share your yoga with the people in your community who really need it. So if you're an amazing yoga teacher, but you sometimes struggle with the business part of what it is that you do, you're in the right place. I hope you thoroughly enjoy everything I've got in store for you. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or ideas for future podcasts, reach out to me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Okay, good morning, everybody, or, you know, insert your time zone. Uh, welcome to, what are we up to? Day five of this uh, expert series that uh, essentially it's a little bit of an online party that um, I'm throwing. And I, I'm so glad that you're all here because I'm the sort of person who thinks a party is a good idea. And then when everybody arrives, I just kind of want to hide in my bedroom until they all leave. But you guys have just been so great. And if I was going to have a party, I would want all of you to come uh, because your energy is high vibe. I'm pretty sure you'd rinse your glasses before you left. <laughs> you brought snacks. It's great. I'm loving it. Karen says, good morning. It's the last day of school for my kids today. Uh, how good is it, Karen? Every, I don't know about and Jody, anyone else in Victoria. Thank God uh, the government's done something intelligent and uh, told everybody to freaking stay home. Um, okay, so a couple of things before we get going. Today, I want to make it as interactive as possible because um, I want to support you to feel like you know what you're doing when it comes to actually the marketing and promotions part of, uh, of all of this. And we totally have to finish right on time because I've got um, private clients today. Yes, I love Mondays. So... Um, before I do that, I saw a post uh, just, just now with, uh, from one of the women in my Keep Growing Mastermind, and she was just posting to say that she's looking to grow her YouTube subscribers to over 100 so that she gets some access to some additional functionality. And I know that a bunch of you have started YouTube channels, so I thought, wouldn't it be great if everybody who's doing this course just um, type their YouTube, if you have a YouTube channel, type it into the chat uh, so that you can all go and subscribe to each other's channels. Now, you don't need to have to say stay subscribed by any means, um, but I just thought why not give, it, give each other a boost to get us all, you know, to that point so that you, you have access to that additional functionality uh, straight off the bat. So if you have a YouTube channel and you want to type it into the chat, people can go subscribe to your channel while I'm chatting. And I'll also put a post in the Abundant Yoga Teacher Facebook group exactly on this. Uh, and so Sarah can get to her 100 and I'm going to uh, do it for my channel as well. Why not, right? Um, let me make a note. Facebook group, re-YouTube channels. All right, um, so just a couple of fun updates then. I was checking in with, I, I said the other day that one of my Keep Growing Masterminders had launched her first ever online mini retreat and at the time she had seven people signed up for 10 pounds. She told me yesterday she now has 11. Hey, Jen. Yeah, I want to definitely do some of your classes, Jenny Jackson. Excited about those. Um, I also have heard from a few people that you're all signing up to each other's online classes. So I am loving, loving, loving that. Well done. And uh, I love that you're still going to hang out and do yoga with each other. Brilliant. Um, and uh, seeing that some of you have already got started, you've already started to impress yourselves and you're doing more than you thought you were capable of. So congratulations to everybody. I had an email this morning from a studio in Melbourne saying, look, we're closed and um, here's how we're going to do it. And it was just the best email. It was no, no, um, no negativity, no fear, no panic, and wholly supportive of people's financial commitments. You know, I've, I've, I'm really interested to see how some businesses are handling this very poorly and others are handling it just so well. So I encourage you as we have this conversation about marketing and promotions that you consider how you can undertake these, these communications with your people in a way that is uplifting, in a way that uh, uh, fosters more certainty, fosters more safety, fosters a greater sense of um, presence and support than not. Um, for example, I've, I've signed up to a conference interstate that happens next weekend or this coming weekend, and I've yet to actually receive an email that's telling me 
that I'll be refunded. It's a cup. It's a you know thousand dollar ticket, and um, they they send out an email every day talking about how great it's going to be. And only yesterday they sent out an email saying, "Oh, you can convert your tickets to the virtual. We're going virtual now if you want that," which I don't want. And um, and and still no no mechanism to talk about refunds. And I just think this is not the time to be stingy or to try and hold on to your money or to drop back into poverty consciousness or fear based thinking. When it comes to the money, this is a time to be safe and smart with money. I'll never say anything otherwise, but absolutely to be compassionate and, and, and generous of spirit. And so to coming back to the email I just received this morning, it was very clear if you have a monthly membership, we'll pause those. If you have a class pass, we'll extend your expiry date by however long we're closed. It was very clear about how they were managing the finances. And I think... Um, I did a, a Facebook Live on this uh, topic last week that some people are defaulting into fear and panic and that definitely shows up in money, their considerations of money. So in all of your correspondence with people, regardless of how you're choosing to handle the money piece and classes and transitioning to online and all of those things, do be mindful that I suspect there is a greater sensitivity to people and how they're receiving and spending their money right now. So bear that in mind in your communication such that uh, I would recommend that you address that fairly promptly in communications that you are putting out there. Um, Jen says, my YouTube channel is very basic, obviously going to get a big injection soon. Excellent. So then let's talk about um, what do you need to do to actually get people to sign up to your stuff and to get you and to, and to fill up your online classes? The good news is essentially you have to do the same thing. But I wanted to have one, two, three, four kind of categories that I'm going to quickly cover today. And I want to talk about some overarching principles and how each of these four categories are things that you should be doing in your, for in-person classes already but there might be some tweaks to make to them given the current situation. Karen says, yes, I agree. I offered refunds to students um, for last week when I switched to online only, but nobody asked for a refund. However, one lady who prepaid for private lessons probably will need a refund. Great. And I know I've got to send out an email today to everybody who's, who's booked in to come to my mastermind in Mona Vale next week to just exactly the same message, Karen. Look, start up. Um, I'm just going to send you your money back unless you would like me to channel it somewhere else. Let me know. Okay, so let's talk about the first thing you need, obviously, is you need to have a sales page. You need to have a page on your website where people can go book in and purchase your online classes. The biggest barrier to people transitioning from in-person to online is your payment system. If it's difficult for people, they're not going to join you. Think about it. People are, um, depending on where you're at, where you live with you know, stages of quarantine and all of those things, you might be further through it um, than we are here where I live or further into it rather. Um, but fair to say that people are preoccupied. And so any type of payment structure that is complicated, pay me by direct debit into my account, take me through 60 different platforms to get me to the shopping cart, anything that's going to take time or greater focus is going to be a bottleneck for getting people to transition. So make sure that your payment interface is really clear, really easy to access and looks uh, reliable. You know, if people don't know you yet, uh, unfortunately, you know, these are times when this, it's these sorts of situations where people's true nature is amplified, a.k.a. shitheads come out of the woodwork and do crappy things like trying to rip you off. So, you know, you want to make sure that you look like a reliable business, particularly for larger offerings, and that you're using payment gateways that are look familiar. So make sure that your sales page is easy to use, really clear, and people don't have to mess around or think twice about signing up. Let the transition be super simple. Um, I also think for we need to be uh, really clear about the messaging here too. There's been some conversation in my Facebook group about dropping the price for the online classes because they somehow have less value. Now, at any time, at any time in all of history, across all the yugas, Amy is always going to say, don't charge less just because something's online. But specifically for now, this is particularly important because guess what? 
actually what you're doing right now is so much more valuable to people because you're coming to their house without any possibility of transmission. And I'm not talking about Shaktipada. So what that means is you're providing a level of convenience that people really need right now and they couldn't have had without you choosing to do this. So there's absolutely no reason <clears throat> to be looking at how can you downgrade the energetic resonance of what it is that you're offering because, in fact, that value has increased. So in all of your marketing promotions, all of your invitations, make sure that you are really emphasising the convenience piece, that this is that you want people to continue their practice, that now more than ever people need to be investing in themselves, that this is the perfect opportunity to incorporate more yoga and meditation into your daily life, that if anxiety or uh, insomnia or, um, I don't know, insert whatever, misalignment is showing up for people, then this is how you can support them in an even more convenient way. Really be emphasizing that it is not less than normal, it's in fact more than. Um, and also, <laughs> Karen, nice one. And also um, that it is of greater support in this moment because like I just said, we need these things even more. Moreover, I don't know about you, but I just, my sister and I had this conversation yesterday because I think I've already talked about this ad nauseum, but I'll do it one more time. Uh, what are we? Amy hasn't left her house now for since Thursday. Uh, Amy's already eaten all the snacks. They're gone. Yeah. The, if I was a doomsday prepper, like I would just, the peaches would just, I'd eat all the peaches first and the beans would be left until the very end. Um, you know, people are bored. I don't, I'm not hungry. I'm just like, oh, what do I do now? I saw a great meme go around about like your daily schedule under social, social isolation. It was like breakfast, post-breakfast snack, like breakfast 7 a.m., post-breakfast snack 7.10. Like what the hell? You know, lunch dessert. Who's having lunch dessert apparently? Uh, so people actually need more things to do other than eat all of their freaking snacks. So there are so many benefits as to why people need your yoga right now. And in everything we're going to talk about today, emphasize those points. <clears throat> Convenience, coming to you through your computer. Um, the timeliness of it, you need this now more than ever because uncertainty breeds all sorts of symptoms that aren't good for you. And so let's come back to some healing and supportive self-care practices to keep you grounded and well. Uh, three, like people bored. People are like, I'm catching up on some YouTube that, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm already at the bottom of the barrel. Send me something. I've got to get onto all of your channels so that I can look at what you're doing instead of Amy's watched a lot of Dr. Phil on YouTube in the past couple of days. I'm just saying. So they need that too. And also I do think there's a fourth piece, which is part of even why we're all here right now, right, which is... Um, high vibration and simply being around people who are positive um, and, 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 and feeling that sense of sangha, feeling that sense of cooler and connectedness. So maintain those four principles as the real benefit statements above and beyond what your yoga already does, how you already talk about the benefits of your yoga. You now have these four additional categories that I think are really, really important to emphasize. Okay, so let's break it down into the four ways that you can be actually inviting people into your classes. Obviously, lunch dessert sounds good, says Jen. It was. It's done now, though, Jen, because I ate it all. God damn it. Uh, one, your mailing list. So this is a place, you know, people have more time. They're, I'm reading a whole lot more email. I know I'm sending you a lot, like two a day. But don't worry, that'll end when this series does. Um, but, you know, be emailing your people. Email them more often than not. Don't be afraid of over-emailing. Let's face it, it is way easier to delete an email than to unsubscribe. Um, moreover, if someone unsubscribes from your mailing list, great, you just want a good fit for them. It's not a huge loss. Truth bomb, I've had 10,000 people unsubscribe from my mailing list. So if you're feeling kind of freaked out that four people just unsubscribed, remember me, 10,000 people unsubscribed. And MailChimp tells me every time I open it, thanks. Um, it's like trying on swimmers at Target. Oh, here we are again. Uh, but, you know, like just keep emailing your people, love notes. <clears throat> Remember these, I, I wrote down these three um, 
terms, this is what I'm really appreciative for, for the people whose mailing lists I'm on. And like the, uh, the email that I was talking about just from that studio in Melbourne earlier this morning, grace, grace, just remember that, you know, um, as Tess and I were chatting about before you all got here, these are the times when yoga actually um, sort of weaponizes, you know, like it's latent, you've got it in there, yeah, you're doing some asanas and pranayama, you're reading some books and whatever, um, meditation, but now you've got all of these, these tools and now you can actually bring them out. You know, it's like Durga just going, she's got a weapon for everything and yoga gets to be like that. Um, <clears throat> so grace is, is one and the, the way that you conduct yourself is one of the greatest gifts that you have. And, it, you know, that, that, um, that fruit is ripened and ready right now. So make sure that you're infusing your emails with grace and the way that you're interacting with people, you're also holding that energy, recognizing, you know, this kind of like, I'm seeing the light in, in me and you, compassion, what might be going on for somebody else rather than falling back into your own triggers and patterns, really letting yourself be the yogi in your email uh, communications. Next up is positivity. This is no time for any negativity at all. And I'm talking about cutting all of it out, like things like even how you phrase a sentence, making sure that it's positive in tone. So you're not using words like but, you're not doing no statements, you're not doing what I'm doing, like not this, not that. Make things have a positive spin on them. So it's about enabling language. Use the word and instead of the use, using the word but. Talk about what people can have what, rather than what they can't. Um, you know, I, I'm not even a fan of things like, I know in these uncertain and challenging times, who says it's a challenging time for people? You know, these sorts of phrases that we, that we write because we want to let people know that we see where they are and we want to be understanding and compassionate. And yet by even saying or writing these words, we're compounding the feelings that we're trying to avoid. So I'm not saying at all to... Uh, uh, spiritually bypass on this stuff. It's real and present. And I think depending on your where you live and the nature of your culture, you know, you don't want to go too heavy-handed with it. Like I'm pretty sure if, if Jody or I sent out an email that said something like, this is the universe's gift to inviting us to retreat, our people would be like, what the fuck? Actually, my business, like I can't, I, my business is, I had to close down. I've had to lay off people. This is not the universe giving me a gift. You know, I want to punch you in the face. Um, so we're not, you know, it depends on where your people are at and how much um, sort of spiritual woo-woo language they're up for. We know um, that uh, it's all happening uh, for us, not to us. You might not write that in an email. You need to be sensitive to your people. But what you can do is make sure that the language that you're using is really positive. And when you're talking about the current situation, avoid using negative words. Avoid using language like challenging, um, disturbing, all of this stuff. See if you can craft your emails in a way that doesn't, doesn't use that language. Keep the tone and the vocabulary of your emails really positive. Um, and then next, like... The, the, the third thing to keep in mind is how can you lead the way here? We often only talk about um, ethics, the ethics of being a yoga teacher when something goes wrong, right? We, we, we love watching Bikram on Netflix. We, we talk about all that stuff. I've had friends that are, you know, really lost in their life thanks to Pathabi Joyce, yada, yada. We, we seem to only talk about ethics when we're talking about when something, when there's been an abuse of power. But I want to talk today about ethics in the sense of how we can use our power. So the simple nature of being someone's yoga teacher means that there is a power differential. You are, to a degree, an authority in the life of your student. It should only be in regards to yoga. Sometimes projection, counter-transference, all of those things happen and they might be looking to you to advise them in other areas. That's a conversation for another day. But we do have a power differential. So... I think this is a beautiful time to actually use that power for goodness and to actually be a leader in your community in terms of how you are conducting yourself and interacting with people. Because I know when I just watched an Instagram live of my coach 
Sunday for her. And uh, I got to tell you, it was really reassuring to when she said, you know, we're just staying at home. We haven't been anywhere for days and I'm just working on my business and thinking about how I can do more stuff online. And I thought, huh, that's just really normalizing. Like she's just doing what I'm doing. Um, and it made me, it was, it was reassuring, right? So you can be that person for the people that you're communicating with as well. You can be leading the way. You can be sharing recipes that you spent, you've had a bit more time, so you spent the weekend cooking. You can, like Karen was saying yesterday, you can be doing dance parties on your Insta stories because you're at home and you got time. Like just simply, <clears throat> excuse me, in all of your communications, how can you conduct yourself in a way that, that uses the power differential that you inherently have with your students to, for, for good? How can you use grace, positivity, and that power to lead the way uh, in a way that's uplifting and is actually um, raising the vibration of your community and the people who are interacting with you. Um, <laughs> Jen says, whoop, phew, I didn't press send on my MailChimp today. Uh, better go change some copy. See, it's, it's, and it's sneaky because we don't, I'm sure, Jen, it's fair to say, uh, knowing what I know about you, it's not like you wanted to make people feel crappy right? You don't say things like, I hope you're all doing okay in these really challenging and dark times. You don't say that stuff to make people feel like, Ugh. you say it because you want to let people know that you're caring for them, you're, you know, you're thinking of them, um, you genuinely have regard for their well-being, you, you understand what they might be going through. We say all of these things from, it comes from a good place, but the reality is, you know, thoughts become things. We don't want to be praying for what we don't want. Let's talk about the stuff that we do want. Uh, bearing in mind your culture and the tone of your community so that you don't say things that is just going to piss them off. Like if you live in central Victoria or Gippsland, <laughs> you don't tell people about the, the, you know, blessings of the universe for, uh, you know, you don't do that. Uh, okay. So mailing list, email more than less, keep your language positive and, um, Tell people what to do. Give people certainty. It is not being pushy or salesy when you say, hey, Amy, hope you're doing great. Got to tell you, I'm loving this time at home and I've read two books already. Email me back if you're crushing it on the books. Today I'm emailing you because I want to make sure you're coming to class tonight. We're doing it online and it's going to be great. Here's the link to sign up or however you're telling people to pay. I don't mince words here. People don't need, like if, if people are uncomfortable with uncertainty, freaking tell them what to do in your email. It doesn't feel pushy, salesy or weird. Now more than ever, people are okay with being told what to do. Just, I mean, can you, uh, Karen and I have been talking about this with our government. We're just like, tell me what to do. The guy at the bottle shop here, I don't know, in America they have drive-through banks. In Australia we have drive-through alcohol stores. It's just how we roll. Uh, and the guy's like, we don't know. We don't they say takeaway can stay open. Are we a takeaway? Like we just don't know. People don't want uncertainty. Tell them what to do in your email. They want direction. So email more and just be explicit. Tell people what to do. Tonight's class, it's vinyasa. We're going to do, I don't know, we're focused on the heart chakra. We've got a great playlist for you. And, um, and here's the button. Make sure you're signed up. It's 25 bucks or however much you charge. Just tell people what to do. Don't mince your words. It's like a creepy hands-on assist. You know, we, type into the chat if you've had one of those tentative or like a tentative massage or a tentative hands-on assist. I love a really good hands-on assist. I love that. When my teacher comes up and just pokes me in the sternum, I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Obliques much? Love it. But a, like a creepy poke between the boobs? No, thanks. Icky. Same deal with your emails. If you're being tentative with people, it creeps them out. So don't do it. People only feel that you're being salesy and sneaky and, you know, sort of icky when you're tentative. Just tell people what to do. Firm hands on assist, clear email marketing. Um, yes, firm advice can still be kind. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about like being mean to people. No, hell no. And same, like a, a good hands-on assist, like if, you know, you've got the kind of the funny, like the funny hand thing and trick and arsenal, like if you, if you need to just tell people this, 
it's not that you're being mean. Not, you're not telling them that they've done something wrong. You're just saying, hey, guess what? Your primer will flow better if you do this. Oh, done. Uh, same deal with telling people to come to your classes. Um, then, so next I want to talk about your Instagram. I think that if you are make, if unless you have a specific event, <clears throat> like a mini retreat coming up, or if you're still selling places on retreats, you know, next year or at the towards the end of um, 2020, do, sure, but if, if your big push right now is to get more people to come to your online classes, then I think you should have your um, Instagram, um, oh, sorry, I think you should have your Instagram um, bio link be however people need to get onto your classes. So um, change that out if you haven't already. I also think that uh, you need to be posting a hell of a lot more on social media. Um, so daily Instagram posts, Minimum of three stories a day. Go live every day, um, if, if, if for nothing else, and to just provide people who have more idle time with more of those qualities that I said before, grace, positivity, and leadership. Just be going live to let people, like my coach just now, she's just sat there at her desk just catching up, me up on what she ate for dinner and like nothing except it's reassuring because it's someone that I look up to and she's just, feeling positive and letting me know that what I'm feeling is really normal. So do the same for people. Daily posts, daily live, three stories minimum on Instagram. And um, same deal with keeping the tone really positive. I wouldn't be writing explicitly about your online classes in every post, but I absolutely would be mentioning, mentioning it in every post. So it might be hey, never made your own chai before, here's my recipe. I'm pretty sure you'll have all the basics in your cupboard. But if not, feel free to modify, let me know how you go. P.S. Don't forget, class is still on tonight. It's virtual and here's the link or click the link in my bio. So you can still be sharing different content, inspiring, uplifting content. But make sure that on every post, at least for the next couple of weeks, you're telling people to go sign up to your online classes. Um... Okay, um, correct. So Jody said, just said something about Facebook and Instagram yeah, uh, uh, and music. Yeah, if you've got to have – you can't play music on your classes if you don't have a license to do it. I mean, you know, that's, that's uh, a stealing. <laughs> don't do that. Um, okay, so that's Instagram. Where are we at for time? Great. Facebook, same deal. Um, stories, lives, uh, posts. Facebook, remember, is a sharing platform. So that's, you know, if you've got, um, you know, if you've got other interesting things that are coming through your inbox that you're seeing on Facebook, share those. You get to decide how much COVID-19 stuff you want to share on your Facebook page. I shared one picture of Lakshmi, like washing all eight hands, which I thought was kind of goofy. But I'm not going to share anything else because, like, I don't want to. There's enough, like, I don't even want to look at any of that stuff. I've got two websites that I go to to check for information. They're government sites. That's all I'm looking at. I don't want any of the other hullabaloo coming at me personally. And I also don't want to be a conduit for all of that stuff. So even the funny stuff, uh, with the exception of that luxury one, because it was particularly geeky, uh, I'm trying to avoid sharing it all. Even the uplifting stuff, you know, it, but that's just me. It's up to you about how much of that stuff you want to share through Facebook. But I would make a conscious choice about it. Think about it and, and think about, is this in service? Uh, is it funny? Is it uplifting? Is it in service? Um, also, do please be very mindful about giving um, what could be perceived to be health advice like, and stay the hell away from anything like that. You know, I've been seeing just some... Fucked up shit, pardon me, but some fucked up shit with people sharing stuff that they have zero um, um, capacity or authority to actually share, like misinformation. So do be careful about sharing or posting anything on Facebook in particular is where I'm seeing it that's just inaccurate um, you know, about sanitize, making your own hand sanitizers and the types of essential oils that's going to kill a freaking global pandemic i'm pretty sure that if if uh lemon essential oil was going to kill covid19 the world health organization would have been spraying it from helicopters uh already like don't post anything that's um 
could be remotely perceived to be you giving health advice to someone else out of scope. None of us are qualified to do that. And particularly on this topic, because no one is qualified to do that. We're learning on the fly. So don't do anything of that nature either. Um, don't worry, Barbara, we got you. And you can always get the replay. Barbara's just joining us a little bit late. No problem. Um, so be, you know, make a conscious choice. What's the flavor? What's the rustler of the stuff that you're going to share in your Facebook page? For me, I'm looking to share positive stuff. Like what are tools that have been good for you? I shared a, a, a um, interview with uh, Jack Cornfield about how to <clears throat> feel great in uncertainty. Um, DJ Drez has put out some new albums the past week or so. I've been sharing links to that. What is it that you're loving and, and share that content? Again, I would recommend that you're sharing more on Facebook than you normally would. People have more time than they normally would to engage with social media content. Let's give people more of the good stuff. Let's try and weed out all of the negativity by kind of love bombing the hell out of the Facebook platform by sharing stuff that's, uh, you know, uplifting, positive, those qualities I said before, grace, positivity, and leadership. But more, definitely more. And, um, and again, it doesn't have to be profound, just you doing you. Uh, you know, here's my cat sat on my sticky mat, those sorts of things. I'd prefer to see your cat on your sticky mat than someone from that I knew in high school going, oh, my God, my kids and my wedding and my fucking whatever. Like just, you know, I, I really think if you're in jet, if we're in pushing more stuff, good stuff into the system, we're going to weed out all of that negative stuff. People want to see you. They want to feel reassured because you're taking great care of yourself. You're modeling really good behavior. You're upbeat. Um, you're not naive, you're prepared, you're rocking out the drawer full of lentils or whatever is going on for you, um, and you're not sharing stuff that's making people feel more anxious. Yes, Robin says, send out love and good vibes. Robin, I can't imagine you doing anything else. Um, so that's what I have to say about Facebook. Again, I could go live and tell people to sign up to your stuff. And if you think that people might not want to come because of certain reasons, let that be the topic of your life. Hey, everybody, Amy here. Today I want to talk about some of the feedback I've had from some folks about coming to my online classes. I know for some of you, you said that it's not going to feel quite the same as being in person. And you're right. It's totally not because you're going to be at your house and I'm going to be at mine. But here's what I know for sure. If you don't come to these classes, it's going to feel really weird when we get going again and you can't touch your toes anymore. So why don't you come along tonight, la, 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 whatever. Like just tell people what's going on and give them the reasons why they should come. If Again, it's that creepy hands-on assist thing. It's like, oh, here's what it's like. It's like when someone has freaking spinach in their teeth and you're sat there not sure whether to tell them because it's awkward. You've got to tell someone about the spinach in their teeth. It's the same deal with in sales. It's called um, addressing objections. If you know what people might, the type of objection that someone might have, address it. Call it out. Tell somebody that they've got the spinach in their teeth. It doesn't, then it's not weird. Everybody knows what's going on. So if people are saying things like, I don't know, like type into the chat, what are some of the objections you could imagine um, people sending you? I know I've heard from some of my colleagues that they've been called scam artists because this idea of going online and keeping people's money and la, la, la. Um, it's somehow, you know, less, less powerful. Um, in fact, I was watching um, earlier this morning uh, a training with Harish, with Christopher Wallace, and someone asked him, can you get transmission, as in Shakti Pada this time, can you get transmission through the internet? And Christopher Wallace just says something, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially he said something like, um, how could Shakti be blocked by the internet? <laughs> If Shakti is the all-powerful force of the creation of the universe, how is the internet going to slow her down? And It's so true. There is nothing less powerful about doing yoga online, particularly if we come back to uh, what we learned from Susan and what we learned from Taz. When those women are really holding space for people, you get their energy. I'm sure you could feel it just on these calls. And that's what you're doing when you're teaching live classes online. Um, Okay, Barbara said, people say, I already spend so much time online. Um, okay, eat your snacks. I mean, guess what? The, uh, 
I, well, I don't know. I mean, if people can't go to work anymore, depending on what they do for a job, I think mm, they might have less screen time. Um, Jen says, not personally, but I've heard vulturing on people's fears and vulnerability. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm saying about don't write any of that stuff in your emails. It's true, Jen. Um, and, and all advertising people know this, that fear sells. Um, if you look at anything, like any, any um, advertising, fear sells. But love-based selling works. It just takes longer. Fear-based selling works faster. But it's horrible and it's totally against everything that we believe in as yogis. So that's why I'm really encouraging you all to check your language like microscopically, no negative words at all, let alone like pandemic. Like, you know, there just, just leave some stuff out. Um, and that way I think it's hard for you to be labelled as um, vulturing in on people's fear and vulnerability. But I think it's a good point. You know, I've been thinking that too, that, I have two programs. <laughs> I have two programs currently for sale. They're always going to sell through this month before all of this happened. It's in my business plan and I'm still selling them. And I have been thinking, oh, gosh, is this like I do genuinely believe that now is a great time for home study and you need to be rocking your online stuff right now. It's a great time to build up your business if you're crushing it on, on social media. I genuinely believe that. But if I say that, do people think that I'm trying to capitalise on a shitty situation? It's an interesting dance. And I suspect that, um, well, one, we've all got to do our own inner work and feel good about, feel good about that. Um, but I also think that some people are going to be triggered regardless and it's not our job to change their mind. Um, there will be some people who think that no matter how true I believe that my situation to be and how I really do think you know, that my courses are good and that this is a good time to use them and they're well-priced and all of that, there will still be some people because of their own karma, samskara, vasana, who will interpret me promoting my stuff as me doing that, like trying to um, capitalise on a shitty situation. And I guess for all of us, if you do get presented with that stuff, this is where we get to practice our yoga again, right? What's the, what of this is mine? What of this is theirs? What can I learn from this? And what am I just going to shed? But I think one of the ways that you can avoid it, Jen, is simply to avoid, uh, you know, that would be a negative word, is to simply embrace wholly positive language. Um, Jody says, this is a great opportunity to get people starting. Oh, my God, I want to read that whole thing and it just disappeared. This is a great opportunity to get people starting a home practice. Hopefully when the studios are reopening, they will be comfortable enough to practice at home too. Yeah, I agree, Jody. And I also think for people who aren't practicing yet, I mean, I don't know, let me know in the chat if this is true for you, but I've heard from a lot of teachers who have um, part of their market for their one-to-ones is people who are too scared to go to a public class. This, this one freaking breaks my heart. But, you know, women who think they're too heavy when I lose some weight, then I'll go to a public class. But right now, while I'm heavier, can, can, can you come to my house? Because I'm too ashamed to go to a yoga studio. Heartbreaking. And guess what? Um, maybe, you know, women who are like that and dudes too, but I, I've only heard stories about this for, about women. Now they just get to come to private, they get private classes in their own house for the group class rate. Like this is a great news story for those folks. So, uh, yeah, I, I love that idea about starting a home practice, but also for anybody who had some kind of barrier about leaving the house, now they get yoga at home. I think Taz made that point right, really well when she was talking about the fact that she lives more remotely and now she's got all of these studios that she could go to, which I think is great. Jen says, these are my peeps, Amy. Yeah, see, like, Jen, don't you think, like, I, I mean, you'd have to be, you'd have to be uh, clever around how you phrase it but I do think there's a whole group of people who could really use this opportunity to start practicing yoga, to meet you. I mean, they, they don't think they're worthy of going to a group class, but they see some of your free content. They get to meet you. They see that you're a normal person. You've got your own stuff going on. You're not judgy. You're just like into helping people regardless of what their kind of Anamaya kosher is about. Um, so they do some online classes with you for a month or so and then they're like, you know what, maybe I can 
put on some tightish pants and, and go meet her in person. Um, that sounds like Amy going on a date. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I think, yeah, what a great opportunity. Um, Zoom, Lorraine, is what we've been talking about for the most part, uh, the platform. Um, yes, great, Jen's already onto it, but thanks for letting us know um, that they're your people and it's an audience worth serving for sure. I love it. Um, Lisa says, what's a good easy payment system to put into place? PayPal, um, if, depending on which website builder you're using, it probably has an inbuilt shopping cart function, but PayPal, everybody knows it. Everybody has their credit card preloaded, so you just go press, press, press. Um, please don't be doing the thing now about I'm going to do some research and I'm going to find the payment shopping cart that's got the lowest percentage because I need to hold on to all the money that I can. Don't do that now. Just, it's like someone yesterday posting in the group about should I get the free Zoom or the paid Zoom? Zoom is kind of powering the world right now. Throw Zoom, throw Zoom some money, I say. Just pay the freaking thing. It's like $30 a month. Like, seriously. Um, don't hold out on sharing your yoga with the people who need it because you're going to get the right price. That's you dropping into fear mentality like it's what, 3%, 2%? Stop it. Pick one, go. Uh, I tell you, uh, you're making more money paying a percentage to a shopping cart than not selling anything. I mean, it's obvious, but stop messing it up. Um, sure, Karen, Yeah. PayPal works with Facebook Live. Um, PayPal is how people buy something and then you need to tell people how to go get onto your thing, Barbara, so that's probably a two-step process there. Um, Jen says, studio bookings online has been awesome as peeps can book and pay like normal. Then I send the class group email with the Zoom link. Great, great. So um, my point is, you know, you can MacGyver it together. This whole series has totally been MacGyvered together. It's that's why Barbara was late because Amy didn't tell her in time. I got, we're gaffer taping the hell out of this thing, but you're all still getting benefit. The same deal is true for how you're um, getting people to buy your classes. Just get the word out there and get it done. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about today is Facebook ads. Um, I have been getting amazing results on my Facebook ads over the past two weeks. I'm not going to say this everywhere because, like, um, you know, this thing about, oh, you're capitalizing on people's fear. Um, okay. But I have. Now is a really good time to be running ads. Uh, what you're running ads for depends on your business strategy, what it is that you're going for. Uh, like we talked, I think Susan was a great model here yesterday, looking at her business strategy and why she's doing virtual retreats would be different to why someone else's, are you direct income or not, longer term return on investment or not. But overall, I really think that now is a really good time to be running Facebook ads, particularly if you are in a local, like if you're running Facebook ads to a local audience, because I think that, um, and this is unfortunate, but it doesn't mean we can't fill a space. I do think that a lot of people um, don't have the privilege that we have of um, being able to continue to do our work from home continue to make money from home, continue to pursue our dharma from home. This is really special stuff. And, um, and in that, we have time now in this gap to be doing things like making sure that we've got a great Facebook ad campaign running. But if you're the butcher, right, or maybe butchers are open where you live, I don't know. Let's presume that you're like the bottle o of where Amy lives, the drive through bottle shop that isn't actually a takeaway, so they have to close down. Like those dudes are freaking out. They've just sold their business. They're in transition. They've got stock coming in. They've run out of other things. Like all the chips are going out of date. What are you going to do? You've got to lay off your staff. Like it's a shit show. They're not thinking about, you know, I need to take out another Facebook ad to make sure people know we've got champagne on sale. They're not doing that. You can be taking up that space locally to get your business in front of people who need it right now and have time to do it. Um, Susan says, well, what would you suggest for my Facebook ad? I don't have a pixel or any know-how. I did the one boost but need to set it up. What step can get me started? Susan, because you're in the Keep Growing Mastermind, you get free access to the uh, my Facebook ads training course. So we'll cover it all then um, for sure. Um, Jen says, ha-ha, gaffer tape. That's an Aussie thing, right? Uh, oh, it's like chili bags. 
Jen, um, what do you say? We say no ate wire in New Zealand. Is that how you say it? No. What do other people say? Gaffer tape, duct tape. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Um, <laughs> number eight. Okay, number eight tape. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I haven't been to New Zealand for ages. Can't go now. Might go later. Um, so that's what I would say about Facebook ads. Like you should be running ads. If you've got some business budget, I mean, I'd be spending them. I'd be spending on ads right now. Again, you've got, it's got to make sense. Um, for you, it might be ads just to come to your classes. But depending on what it is that you do, if you have an online course or a home study program or a retreat next year or um, a teacher training mentorship, you could be running ads to, to grow your mailing list for when the time is right to go sell that next thing. So definitely now is a really good time to be running ads. Um, Lorraine says, where can we access the one-on-one coaching with you? I'll send you an email, Lorraine, on that one. Okay, so let me do a quick summary then. Um, more, more of all of it, uh, more of all of it. You're not bugging people. You're not annoying people. People can disregard your content in half a heartbeat. It's easy to do that. But what you are doing is giving the opportunity for people to engage with you if they would like to, if that is going to be in service. And I've got to tell you, if you are really committed to positivity, grace, and using, uh, for, as it, from a yoga perspective, using your power in a positive way as in the role of leadership, then actually people really need to hear your voice and see your picture and consume your content right now. Um, so more emails, be direct, tell people what to do, dial up everything that you're sharing on social media, more of it, lots more lives, lots more stories, uh, posts every day. Every post can reference your online classes, but not every post should be exclusively about your online classes. Give people valuable, meaningful content. And then in each post mention at the end, join me tonight at 7.30 for slow flow or whatever and give them the link um and also just that that thing about ads like i really think now is a great time to be buying ads um it would seem that i mean I've, i'm getting um a return on my ad investment that i haven't seen for about eight years uh and i know a lot about ads i've spent 60 grand on facebook ads i'm kind of across it i know how what i'm doing i've never seen results this good I mean, for years, literally, I have not seen results this good. So I really do think that now is a really powerful time to be running ads. So don't feel like you should be turning down your advertising budget. Actually, I'd take a really good look at it and, and think about maybe dialing it up. Um, Okie dokes. That's, um, that's what I have to say about all of that. Be more present than ever. Just really... Be present with people. Um, be in service simply by being available. You know, don't think that you're bugging people. Just think that you're letting people know that you're around. I'm here and I'm keeping on keeping on. I'm doing some good stuff. Have you read this? Have you watched that? Have you listened to this? Here's the thing I'm doing with my kids that are keeping them out of my face for an hour. Like this is the sort of stuff that, that people find reassuring. So be more present. Um, it really is an amazing time to be growing your business. And I'm not talking about exploiting a shitty situation. What I'm talking about is people need everything that yoga is about right now. And for most people, they have more time. So I don't know about you, but I'm doing the, I'm doing the chores. I'm working through the things that throw out that fitted sheet, trim that plant, all of those things that I should have you know, that have been sat around and needed doing forever. I'm doing all of those things now. That's not going away anytime soon. So things like starting a meditation practice and getting back to yoga, they're on people's, when I get a minute, I'm going to do lists. So being more um, accessible is reminding people to be great to themselves. Don't hold back, do more, give more. Now is a really great time for your business. Um, hang on. Okay, the chat is blowing up. Let me see. Um, da -da -da -da. French, everybody. Yes, gosh, if you, if you do this in another language, like people need you. Come on now. Um, who cares? I, I mean, some of the classes I've done with people whose English is a second language, I don't care. I know what they're talking about enough. I've done, language, I've done classes in 
languages I don't speak. That's all right. Um, just get it out there. Uh, I'm really concerned about my internet reliability for online classes, says Justine. Hey, Justine. Thinking I'm going to YouTube as well as online. Yeah, uh, but also, like, swear by my lip. Big fuck if your internet drops out. Like, seriously, the world's gone to pot. Who cares if you, like, drop offline and then have to hotspot back on? Meh. It's happened to me uh, outside of a global pandemic, Justine. Don't worry. Just do it anyway. People spending time with you and seeing your face just makes them feel better regardless. You could, and you know, folks like preempt it. If you've got a dodgy Wi-Fi, then you just say to people, okay, everybody, uh, letting you know that my Wi-Fi can be intermittent. If I drop out, I'll be back. Your job is to hold the pose that you're in until I get back. Like be fun with it or tell people, go to child's pose. If you'd lose me for five minutes, your job is child's pose. Tell people what to do. Don't, don't, it's this, this is again, it's the same as the spinach in the teeth phenomenon. It's only weird if you don't address it. You just bring it up and tell people this might happen, then do that. No one feels weird about it. They know what to do. Um, in fact, you could fake it. Just then get them all into Utkatasana and then leave the meeting and see what happens. Ha, ha, ha. Um, uh, look at this. Karen says, I actually loved attending classes with a Russian teacher. Her English was basic, but she had spot-on simple verbal cues and it was an excellent class. I love that. Yay. <laughs> oh, I've heard of quite a few people, Robin, have been cleaning the hell out of their houses. I love that. I'm going to have to clean my own house for the first time in like nine years. I don't even know where my vacuum is. What the hell? This is some scary shit. It's getting real around here. No snacks. And I've got to clean my own toilet. Man, <laughs> I think I'm going to be okay. Like, seriously, you know, this is the fun stuff that you get to talk to your students about. It's all right. Make some snacks, says Deidre. I've eaten all the ingredients, Dee. <laughs> I haven't really. I'm just not that sort of a woman, <laughs> as if you couldn't tell. Uh, <laughs> Karen says, my kids will be cleaning my house. Yeah, that is the one reason that might have tipped me into uh, being a parent sneeze okay that's pretty much everything that i wanted to cover today i do want to tell you about these two courses you've got to get them um if you haven't done them already uh if you haven't done the social media confidence for a yoga teachers course yet please sign up for it like seriously um this is i really do think this is the great time to be building your business i am gangbusters on building mine um so why not you need the course if you haven't done it, unless you're already crushing it on Insta or and Facebook. Sure, you don't need it. But if you're like a little bit, eh, not sure, please sign up for Social Media Confidence for Yoga Teachers. It's four, over four weeks, so you get to hang out with cool people for four weeks. That's worth it in and of itself. Um, everybody who's done it thinks it's good. Jen says, do the course. It's seriously amazing. Uh, yay. I like it. Um, Astra says, I had a teacher who pronounced the breath as the breasts, and it was a fun class. Oh, my God. What about the one that in Yoga Nidra where they say, relax your vagina? Like that one kind of threw me out of the meditation. I've got to say, I'm trying to relax my vagina, but as soon as you say that, um, it's just, no. Anyway, God, we could have a whole chat about wacky, wacky cues that you've heard other teachers say. That would be fun. But anyway, back to social media. <laughs> um, get on that course. The URL is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. And yesterday I threw out a bonus for everybody who signs up uh, for a free 45-minute coaching session with me too, so which you can use for whatever you want. So you can use it for your social media um, or um, that's right. Uh, you can use it for your social media or like you can use it for an SOS, a business rehab, a redirection, or what do I do with my retreats or anything you like. Um, but you get that for free if you sign up by Wednesday night. So And for everybody who's already signed up, you get it already, so don't worry. Um, the link, Lorraine, who has signed up, I'll, I'll be sending the link out once the Wednesday deadline hits so everybody knows how to book in. Um, that's at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. Please sign up if you haven't yet. Um, and if you're, like, seriously tapped and you can't figure it out financially, just send me an email or a DM on Insta and we'll come up with a solution. The other course, of course, is the Facebook Ads Know-How for Yoga Teachers course. Um, that's the first time I've run that. It's available to fewer people because I really want to uh, make sure that I can support everybody and it takes a bit more to look at the back end of everybody's Facebook. But we're going to be doing how do you start simple campaigns and then moving over the four weeks into more complexity, retargeting different types of campaigns for 
mail list growth or online ticket sales or whatever it is that you're looking to do, um, audiences, measuring return on investment, being intelligent about your budget, future casting for, you know, um, actually factoring in a Facebook advertising budget every time you launch a new initiative like a retreat, teacher training, whatever. So that one's at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash Facebook ads. It's also enrolling at the moment. So two great courses that are coming up. Um, Astra says, I love the course. And Astra, uh, you get the um, Facebook ads training for free as well because you're a masterminder. Um, so anyway, they're the two courses that I've got running. They're going to absolutely help you with everything marketing and promotions. But I also think just like Robin was saying about Marie condoing the hell out of her house, uh, you get to do the same in your business right now. So doing this sort of fundamental foundational training is a really good idea. This is the Marie condoing the hell out of your business. Like if you don't know how to do these things yet, uh, good news. <laughs> A fucking global pandemic happened to coincide with when Amy was launching two home study programs that are really good for setting the foundation of your business. I promise they were on your books before the pandemic. Uh, well, maybe not in Wuhan, but that's another conversation. Uh, Tracy says, both courses are brilliant. Tracy Gray, I haven't done the Facebook course yet. I appreciate your enthusiasm. This, I haven't offered that yet. I'm still building that one, baby. Um, Robin says, yep, I'm actually finally going to veteran focused business finally oh my god girl thank god how long have we been talking about that years um okay that's all of that folks um do keep your eye on the agenda there i think there's either one or two more of these to come um could you the final one i was proposing to do like a really interactive q a kind of what's outstanding what extra help do you need no topic really other than just how can i help I don't know if that's a good idea or not. So if that would be useful, can you just send me a note on Instagram? Oh, uh, Tess is giving me the thumbs up. Um, or if there's anything that we haven't covered yet in this series, any pieces that are missing, um, could you just let me know uh, at Amy Yoga Biz Coach is my Insta and I'll see what else we need to sling into the program um, that we, you know, that, that to, to make sure that you're feeling really great. I've just loved seeing everybody taking action as we're going. So, well done, everybody, uh, on that. And be on the lookout. I'll put a post in my Facebook group about sharing YouTube channels if you want to tick over to the 100 subscriber minimum to get you those extra um, benefits again. Uh, uh, benefits. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Tess says, what's your Insta again? My Insta is Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Jody, when does the Facebook ads course start? It starts uh, uh, the... First full week of April, Jody. I can't remember off the top of my head the date, but it's on the it's on the sales page if you go take a look. All right, everybody. Uh, I'll see you all tomorrow at a time yet to be um, determined. I'm working on it. Uh, Lorraine says it's just great having any help and contact in here. Thank you for a positive. Have a positive day, everybody. Yes, keep those emails and all of your correspondence super positive. Remember, just tell people what to do. Invite them. Don't be weird about it. Don't let them have spinach in their teeth all day. Just tell them what to do. All right, I'll see you all again soon. Thanks so much for being here. Bye, everyone.
would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five-star rating. And if you've got a moment, a review would be super cool. No pressure, of course. Like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future, I would love to be in service. DM me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Take deep care.